If you follow the VR space at all, you'll remember that a little while back, uh, there was like this really famous image of Mark Zuckerberg released where he was like essentially kind of touting the new metaverse that they were working on. And it was a picture of him in the metaverse in front of like the Eiffel Tower and the graphics of it were like horrible, like super, super bad. And when everyone saw it, they were like, oh my gosh, like the metaverse is a massive failure. This looks horrible. No one is ever going to use these tools. And Mark Zuckerberg tried to like backtrack and was like, no, no, it was, it was just like a really preliminary thing. We're going to make it better, whatever. But people really kind of wrote this thing off as like, okay, the graphics on this are terrible. So um, recently, Meta has unveiled the Quest 3, which is their latest headset. Um, and they have announced that it is going to get inside out upper body tracking and AI leg estimation later this year. Another problem with it, it was just kind of like floating torsos everywhere. There was no legs or hands or it's just like weird, right? So they have done, they have obviously, because of all the criticism, I believe, uh, put a ton of work into making this thing much more usable. And they've done some really incredible stuff to make this thing hyper-realistic um, using AI to estimate where your legs would be and, and build them in to look really realistic. So today on the podcast, we're going to be diving into exactly what they've done and some of the reasons why I think this is really interesting and how this will be used in the future and the role of AI in all of this. So let's dive into it. Welcome to the world's number one AI podcast, AI Chat. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. If you are interested in seeing really interesting AI use cases, make sure to follow me over on x.com, formerly Twitter, as I will be sharing some really cool use cases of AI and I kind of, you know, retweet some of the greatest things I'm seeing in the space every day. So make sure to follow me at Jaden underscore AI. I'll drop a link to that, but also my handle is in the podcast cover. I would love to have you in the community. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So the big headline here, as I said, is that Meta's Quest 3 VR headset is going to revolutionize full body integration or interaction with this upcoming software update they're doing. So in a move that really sets it apart from competitors, Meta's Quest 3 VR headset is gearing up for a game-changing software update. This is, I think, scheduled for December, um, which is, of course, when they have their most headset sales. So this is kind of timely, I believe. Um, and while most existing VR systems are limited to tracking the user's head and hands, Quest 3 is really pushing the boundaries with new features that bring full body interaction closer to reality. So typically, VR headsets focus on tracking the head and hands with some um, even incorporating eye and facial expression tracking, uh, Quest 3 takes a different path. Essentially, it's choosing to introduce a new feature not yet seen in the VR landscape, and Meta has dubbed this as the Inside Out Body Tracking, or IOBT. In any case, the Quest 3 will utilize its downward-facing camera, um, and I think it's a side camera, essentially, to provide advanced computer vision algorithms for tracking your wrists, elbows, shoulders, and torsos. And by being able to essentially track these joints and where they're at, they're able to use AI to generate like where your whole body would be and what it would look like. So this is going to prevent, uh, according to them, this is a quote, they said, quote, this will prevent the issue with inverse uh, kinematics 
estimated arms, which are often incorrect and feel uncomfortable because the system has to make guesses from just the location of your head and hands. Um, and that's according to Meta. But once integrated into VR applications, users should expect to see a far more accurate representation of their upper body rather than an estimated model. Now, the reason why this is important is because if you're wearing a VR headset and all that they have is where your hands are because you have those like two hand controllers on the MetaQuest and where your head is because they know where the VR headset is. And they're just like essentially like estimating or guessing where the rest of your body is. It can feel really um, it can feel really weird. Because if you see where a limb is on your VR headset and that's not actually where your limb is, like you have this like weird disassociation. Like it, it doesn't feel like your body. It doesn't feel very realistic. It, it, it's not as accurate. And Meta really wants to be super accurate. So they're using this technology to essentially look at where all your joints are, your elbows, your wrists, your hands, your shoulders, your head. And by seeing all that, they can really accurately pinpoint exactly where the rest of your body would kind of fill into that. Um, so it's much, much more accurate than just their estimation model. So the implications of this kind of tracking are really considerable. Not only does it kind of offer a more realistic and comfortable user experience, but developers can also use the upper body tracking to create more interactive and lifelike virtual environments. So for instance, IOBT will allow developers to anchor thumbstick uh, locomotion to the direction of your body that your body is facing rather than just your head or hands. And I think this could lead to more nuanced movements like you know, leaning over a ledge in a game with the motion realistically reflected in the user's avatar. You know, um, I think Meta's ambitions don't stop at the torso. Launching in December is Generative Legs, which is a system built on a quote-unquote cutting-edge AI model that estimates the position of your legs. So while the technology is not new, it's been a part of Meta's research initiative for years. Um, everyone's always kind of criticized the way uh, right now in like Horizon Worlds or other things, you just kind of are this floating torso. It's kind of silly. Um, so its integration with Quest 3's upper body tracking is going to offer a more realistic estimate uh, estimate of leg position. So Meta clarified that while generative legs can detect actions like jumping and crouching, it's not a full tracking system. So thus, you know, subtler leg movements, movements such as knee raises will not be, you know, picked up. Um, and so again, that's kind of has the same problem as like the elbow wrist thing that we saw in the past, but since they're solving that, maybe eventually they'll solve this kind of leg thing as well. In any case, I think combining inside out upper body tracking with generative legs, Quest 3 aims to create a more complete virtual experience, which is dubbed kind of the full body synthesis, which is a technology, uh, essentially that requires no external hardware and it's slated to be integrated into popular VR titles like Supernatural, which if you haven't done Supernatural, I actually think that's like an, one of the best AI use case or uh, VR use cases. I I uh, have used it and it's essentially like a fitness app where you're playing like games, trying to punch boxes and, and do a bunch of stuff. But like you get a serious workout playing Supernatural. Um, it's also going to be into Swordsman VR and Drunken Bar Fight. Meta has also announced that the SDK for full body synthesis will be available to other developers in December. So I think as the VR market really continues to expand, uh, features like these could be really significant differentiators for Meta's Quest 3, um, elevating the user experience and setting new standards for full body interactions in the virtual space. Now, this is interesting because, of course, we have Apple's headset, which is coming out soon, and I do not believe they have solved these problems yet. You have to also remember that Meta purchased... Um, you know, the Oculus and have been working on this for a number of years. And so they really have a good grip on some of these very difficult challenges. Now, the other thing I want to bring up that is really fascinating with all of this is that Meta is also 
um, has also released some really interesting technology. As I mentioned before, you know, uh, Mark Zuckerberg got made fun of for kind of this low quality avatar of himself. They've essentially done like 3D full body scans that um, I saw a really interesting demo of Mark Zuckerberg and Lex Friedman doing um, these 3D full body scans. And then essentially they went into this kind of VR conversation with each other where they were in completely different states, but it, it felt like they were in the same room. And because of these 3D body scans, it's like hyper realistic of their face, of their skin, of the exact shape structure of their face. It really looks like they're like there in person standing right in front of each other. And this kind of solves the whole problem that Mark Zuckerberg had of like just creating an avatar, which honestly, like if you haven't seen it, it's pretty much looks like if you remember like how you could make a, a mini me on Wii, right? Like you could make your like Wii version of yourself. You like choose your kind of eyebrows and your hairstyle. And it's just like not realistic. It's just kind of, I don't know, sort of resembles you. Um, this is different. It literally, you get your face scanned. You have a perfect 3D rendering of your face. It looks exactly what it looks like. It, it overlays it with like what your face actually looks like. It's very realistic and very like uncanny almost. But um, to be honest, I can see some really cool use cases that let's say your whole team works remote and you all had this tech, maybe you all did the scan, you all hop into a boardroom. Like it literally looks like you're all sitting around a table, like your real versions, not just like avatars of yourself. And maybe that would be kind of cool for collaboration. It's going to be really interesting to see where this goes. But I, for one, think there's some really interesting um, developments, you know, between some of these AI advancements we're seeing in VR and how this kind of plays out in the workspace. So definitely will be interesting to see how that rolls out. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below.